Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Lorna Poole, dating coach and founder of Magnet for Love Coaching, shared a story of when she did not follow her yes and ultimately led her to hitting her rock bottom. Well, Lorna, thank you again for an amazing interview. You shared so many great insights. And I, I, I want to ask, if I may, for you to, to help us with one other thing. And that is, we like to, to explore the idea of following your internal guidance. I call it your yes. And I'd love for you to, to start by sharing with us a story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe at that time, in that moment, you didn't even realize you had one. But when you look back, you're like, okay, that was really, really clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Yeah, uh, before I changed my life, I hit my I met my one bad boy too many. <laughs> and I hit rock bottom. And because I was not listening to myself, I was getting red flags left, right and center. He was controlling um, our our relationship, never left the bedroom. He never committed. Um, it was intense. And he left. And I got very, very sick. I hit depression. 
I stopped eating. And if I had listened to my gut, I probably would have never got to that place. Mm. Yes, and I think that's an example many of us can relate to, <laughs> where the flags are flying everywhere and we're still not paying any attention. So thank you for sharing that. So let's flip this around then. What's a moment in time when you had that clear yes, and this time not only did you recognize it, but you followed it? Tell us that story. The day I decided after I hit rock bottom that I would change my life, that I would never be in that situation again, and I had decided to go out with a guy that would treat me badly would be repulsive. And when I did that, I turned my life around. I decided I wanted to be a coach. I didn't even know what a coach was at the time. And I phoned some company, the coaches. I was in the USA. And I ended up flying to Chicago, getting my cert. I had no money to pay for the course, found it. And here I am today with... Uh, clients engaged, married, going to wedding next year, and in long-term love. And I changed my own life too. Fantastic. Fantastic. And so I want to ask you something, because I, I love what you shared there. And you said, you know, you hit rock bottom and then you turned it around. Do you have to hit rock bottom before you can turn it around? No. Okay, good. <laughs> because the clues, the clues are always there. And your gut is always right. And when I get a flurry in my tummy now, I know to, to follow that. Mm. And when I get a wrench in my tummy, I know I'm on the wrong path. And one thing I just want to say is negativity is just guidance. Um, it's when you're off, off track. And if you listen to that, you can put yourself back on the right track. But never ignore it. That is a great, great point. I love that. Because we do, we look at that, oh, well, we got to fix it. It's like, no, it's just, a, it's a means of communication with you that says, hmm, not so good. Pay attention. Yeah, I will never go back to that place. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing these, super helpful. Thank you. Robert and Melanie Novak, the couple with an inspiring story and fairy tale ending, shared a story of how following their yes brought them together and soon after led them to getting married. Well, Robert and Melanie, I, again, thank you for the tremendous story of, you know, that that the fairy tale's there, that, that the magic can happen when we open to it, and what's happened for the two of you as you've come together over these past few months and are now married and enjoying your honeymoon. So I want to ask you if you'd help us in, in another way, because so much of, of what you shared with us was talking about how you really did. You paid attention to that internal guidance. Um, I know you mentioned, uh, Melanie, you call them the breadcrumbs, right? I call them the yes. What I want to do is if you would share with us situations or stories that you've been in where, well, let's start here. Let's start with when you did not follow your yes. And, you know, when we don't do that, that can actually kind of get in our way. So share with us a brief story of a time you didn't follow your yes. Maybe, you know, in that moment you didn't realize you had one. But now you look back and you're like, okay, that was pretty clear. I, I was being guided. I knew exactly what I should have been doing, and I still wasn't paying attention. Tell us about that time. Well, you know, on my end, there's no question that there's a number of these little insights that that I receive. And you know, they're so subtle. Sometimes you just poo-poo them, right? Uh, but afterwards, you realize, oh, that was it. So there's always this little regret. And, and, and 
you know, just like coming up here as far as uh, making hotel reservations, kind of had the insight to do this and, and I didn't do it, right? And and therefore it, it cost me, uh, which is all okay, but, you know, so be it. And then, you know, uh, on the other end, um, what I share, you know, try to live by myself uh, and I share with my clients is that to go with that insight, right? You get that little inkling, that little push, go there and experience. Don't judge yourself or the situation, criticize or blame anything in it. Experience it because you just don't know what's there. And from that experience, then don't set belief systems or boundaries from that. Just allow the experience because perhaps insight, you know, guidance is a little bit wiser to you and you need, it's putting you in that place to help you shift in some way. So, let the experience go if you can, but just be there and experience it. Fantastic. Awesome. How about you, Melanie? Okay, so I am going to keep this kind of real. What? <laughs> what? Um, okay, so I, this might not be the best time to say, but I'm totally going to say it because it's real and it's real life. So I have been married before. And I would like to say that I knew that it was not a good thing. I did not listen to my intuition and my guidance. I kept getting, um, you know, the hits, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And um, I told myself, oh, Melanie, stop it. It's just pre-wedding jitters. It's just this. It's just that. And had I been brave enough to listen to that at that time, I would have saved myself a lot of trouble and heartache. And um, so, you know, I had to just throw that out there because it's real and people experience this every day. Just be brave enough to listen to that, even if you're scared. It is so scary, but just listen to it. Yeah, no, and... And thank you for sharing that because, you know, you are, you are not the first person on this show that has shared a similar story of they knew they were walking down the aisle or they were standing there going, I shouldn't be saying I do. Mm -hmm. And they still did. Yep. So totally hear that. So what's a, what's an example of a time for you, Melanie, when you, you noticed that guidance and you followed it? Well, um, Ken, I would just like to reference the the interview we just had, you know, it's, it's been huge. And when I, when we met and we finally figured out that we were each other's person, we knew that this was bigger than us. And so I, I would totally reference our interview. Well, thank you. No, that's awesome. Did you want to add anything to a time when you did follow that, Robert? Oh, I just, you know, this whole experience has been just amazing in that following Right. And it's uh, it just in the promptings of the whole, if you want to say, spiritual journey. And, you know, if we look at uh, the aspects of Man, I, I feel like, you know, I need to go there, do that. Uh, and it's like, wow, that's a few thousand dollars. Do it anyways. Right. You know, don't worry about the money. I and mean, if you're getting that insight to do something, do it. Period. Yeah. No. It, it, and it, it's so. It's such a challenge, right? Because we're so validated for our thoughts. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Well, oh, Ken, even this morning when we were eating breakfast, this is another neat little thing. Uh, we were at an IHOP restaurant in, in Denver, and we had a waitress that seemed, you know, troubled by some things. But we noticed she, you know, smile and perk up a little bit around us, but definitely still troubled. So as we're checking out up at the cash register, I'm getting the insight, you know, on a $23 ticket, give her a $10 tip, give her $10 tip, right? And, and I'm, you know, kind of struck, it's like $10, really? Come on, you know? And it's like, no, I'm giving her a $10 tip. So I give her $10 tip. Then I'll let Melanie tell you what happened in her end. And we neither one knew this, what was going on with either one of us until after both transpired. Okay, so yeah, at breakfast we just noticed that our waitress she she just was giving off the vibe that she was just unhappy, and um, you know she just seemed awfully gloomy. And you know each time she'd kind of come around, we'd smile at her, and you know every time she'd come back after that, then it seemed like she'd perk up a little bit more, and we'd get a smile. And um, I just while we were sitting there eating, I kept getting in my head that repeating voice again, that repeating insight that I needed to tell her that she was precious and that she was um, beautiful, right? No, it was, she was precious and she was, I, I can't even remember the other, the other one. Like that's the other thing. When that stuff comes in, you say it and it's gone, but she was precious and she was, I don't know, something like beautiful or, or worthy And so I did not know that Robert was struggling, you know, in his mind to, you know, try to lift her day in that way. And he did not know that I was getting this prompting to say, you know, tell this girl, hey, you're precious and you're worthy. But um, he went ahead and did his thing. And um, I was standing there and I could feel the, the, the prompting welling up in my chest and I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. And I kept saying, no, I don't want to do it. And I turned around to walk out the door. And at the very last second, I was like, Melanie, this is it. You need to tell her. And so I didn't want to do it because I'm kind of quiet. So, but I turned around and I went over and I touched her arm and I said, I'm supposed to tell you you're precious and you're worthy. And she just said, you know, thank you. And we walked out the door and we got in the car and we looked at each other and we were like, what the heck just happened here? <laughs> Once again, we were both getting these promptings, not knowing that the other was doing it, but following it, even though I was scared to do it. <laughs> yep. It's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. No, that's that's a great, great story. And I, I, I think the biggest thing I want to draw out of that is it doesn't matter if anybody else is getting it. That's right. It's your guidance. Yes. And nobody else may understand it. Who cares? That's right. So well, let yourself have that permission to follow that guidance because we don't know what it is until we do it. Right. That's right. So great, great examples there. Love those. And, and you know, they're literally as basic as saying something to someone. And it was funny, Melanie, because the way you're describing it, you're like, you know, that's not my personality, and I'm kind of yeah. like, oh, no. this is like, like this. making me uneasy resisting this, and yet I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just going to do it. Yes. I don't know why. She doesn't have to give me a big hug or something because I did it to make it worth I just had to do it. I had to, yes. Yep. And you did. Yes. So thank you for sharing those stories. Those are fantastic. Yes. Very welcome. 
Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.